Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Lesson Podcast. I am Dryer Gilletta, joined today by E. Hello. And Dion. How's it going? There is not a Robbie here because we are actually recording at a very different time than what we usually do because schedules are a bit wonky. I think I mentioned that last time you just gave a vague i hope it's a normal episode yeah that sounds about right yeah and i was like with the frizz <laughs> no way yeah um so yeah robbie's not here he will be back next week i Hopefully. assure you probably probably 97 percent <laughs> chance yeah, yeah, yeah of rain robbie 97 percent chance of robbie Cloudy with the chance of robbie's yeah love that movie okay the movie that we watched <laughs> this week was antlers um, as the time of this coming out, this episode, uh, it will have been out for a week and a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm upset about its release in a certain way. I'm glad it came out. Obviously, it's 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 a movie I liked. Also, I will say we it's already a movie. watched I'm it. So glad it's out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we aren't doing a preamble because we already watched it beforehand. We're just going to get into talking about that here in a little bit. But it this movie's physical release marks um something that i think is just going to be the norm for a while um fox as many people are aware has been purchased by disney and this was a movie that was a fox searchlight which is now just called searchlight production Mm. everything that was under that moniker that hadn't come out yet that disney now has the rights to like put out and do whatever they want with it they just aren't putting it out on 4k Uh, and like everything from 2018 onward that Searchlight did, uh, was filmed in like 6K to 8K and then mastered in 4K Mm -hmm. and Disney's just not doing anything with them. Disney has just abandoned the home media release market, I would say in general, like they'll still like release stuff, but not, I don't think they've done many 4Ks, maybe Marvel. I don't know. That's the other thing. They did say that the only 4Ks that they plan to release from now on are their big tentpole things, so it's going to be like the Marvels and the Disneys and the Pixar's. And probably still not even all the Marvels. Yeah, if a Marvel didn't do well, then no. No, they they will not. Can you stream in 4K? Not yet, I don't think. You can. Um, It depends on the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing about this. This one, you can stream it in 4K, mm-hmm. but only in if you do the purchase rental for it. Uh. Like, anywhere that is streaming for free, which the only place that's doing that is HBO Max, mm-hmm. it's just the HD version. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's weird. But I will say, we watched it on Blu-ray. Uh, extremely crisp-looking Blu-ray. Very blue. It was clean. Yeah. Very clean-looking. Um, Get some details out of the way here before we keep talking. Antlers is rated R for violence, including gruesome images, and for language. It is an hour and 39 minutes long. And, like I said... Since we already watched the movie, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box right away. And that's kind of the reason why we watched it first. <laughs> because I'm going to say, the back of the box sort of spoils the whole thing. It just is the movie. It's yeah. the whole script. Uh, from the first sentence, you'll see what I mean. Uh, here we go. The Wendigo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> A cannibalistic, demonic monster that can drive the unsuspecting to do the unspeakable. Producer Guillermo del Toro and director Scott Cooper bring this terrifying myth to shocking life in this richly complex, chilling horror film. When a small-town Oregon teacher and her brother 
The local sheriff seek to help a troubled young boy who harbors a strange secret. The consequences are more dreadful than they could have imagined. A tale of reckoning. Antlers ties a horrific ancient terror to the modern plagues of poverty, addiction, and environmental devastation brought on by insatiable human greed. Mm. If they just cut out like the first two sentences, <laughs> they probably could have kept like all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to say, in general, I don't really like the back of that box. Me either, actually. Yeah. It's kind of not really true with what the movie's about. I see what they're going for with it, but um, yeah, it's just annoying that like the one thing that they kept hidden throughout like all the advertising of like what is actually going on here. Back of box is like it's a Wendigo. <laughs> yeah, that was like fun. Part of it was kind of figuring out like I thought it was a Wendigo, but I had to like start piecing it together like oh yeah. it's an old myth there's a native american guy yeah yeah it has antlers <laughs> well, okay, if it's old myth and native american that it's gonna be, be a things. wendigo actually because yeah. just most white people only know about the wendigo yeah. quite frankly <laughs> and honestly even then from the conversations that i've had with people online and like at work and stuff they still really don't know what a wendigo is no which is insane to me underrated creature super cool i think extremely underrated God, terrifying mm -hmm. concept. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, th this movie. Uh, I'm going to say let's go off with uh, non-spoilery thoughts, and then we'll we'll talk about the, the thing. Let's start with E. Hello. Your thoughts? Um, The movie's good. Like, that's mostly okay. my thoughts, quite frankly. Like, it's a good movie. Uh, Very good camera angles and stuff. Stuff you would expect from Guillermo. Guillermo... Caramel Guillermo! del Toro. Guillermo! <laughs> yeah. Guillermo! Well, he, only, he only produced it. Okay. So yeah. he, he gave money who, to the project right, who and helped was, guide some of it. Who was the uh, cinematographer then? Do you know so I can give proper kudos? Cinematographer, do not know. Um, the director, again, though, was Scott Cooper. All right. Well, yeah. kudos to whoever the dose should be given to. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, it's very nice. Uh, shots are really good. Uh, use of color is very good. I do have the name here, actually. All right. Florian Hoffmeister. Ooh. All right, Mr. Hoffmeister, very good job. I think all your scenes are set up very well and convey everything you need to know in a scene without having to say a word. It is, as one of the main characters in Scream 5 would say, this is elevated horror. Mm. Not some of that slasher shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen... You only showed me two four, right? Well, five just came out in theaters. Yeah. I will absolutely be showing you that, though. Eventually. I mean, I did like the Scream series, so Scream I should see five. Yeah, it was. Um, I think... I can't, like, put a pin on exactly why. The story just didn't do a whole lot for me. No? No. And then... The design of the monster also didn't do a whole lot. It's mostly hidden anyways throughout most of the film, but, like, I felt like I was losing a little gas towards the end, personally. Okay, okay. Um, but like, it's a good movie. Like, if someone told me they really like this movie, I definitely... Well, someone did tell me they really like this movie. <laughs> I could definitely see why. I think there's a lot of good shots, but, like, it just, like, was good, which, considering my opinions on some horror movies you've shown me that are classics that's still <laughs> that's still pretty neat yeah yeah it follows was a heart-wrenching episode for me it comes was <laughs> a really bad movie too. it comes everywhere it sure does it comes and it left a mess and i was very disgruntled <laughs> um 
I, I am still kind of sorry after that because I thought you were showing me it as a joke. Like nope. I, I genuinely <laughs> thought it was like a joke movie. Absolutely to make fun adore of. that film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, this came out last year, right? This year, it came out late last year. Late last year, so like, it's good, and maybe some of it's just like nothing too new for me personally. But sure. like, it's it's good. Like, it does what it wants to do very well. Okay. Okay. Uh, D. Yeah, I think I would say well done is what I think about this movie. Nowadays, it's hard, I think, to pull off a creature feature because um, a lot of the time they get very CGI heavy. Yeah. Uh, you see the monster way too much. And I'm going to kind of... What E didn't like, uh, I actually liked. I thought the monster design was really cool. Um, for a Wendigo, there's kind of certain things like the antlers and all that that usually they would have. Uh, but I think they did it in a very interesting way, and I learned... I don't know if that's the actual lore for Wendigos, but I liked the lore that the movie had for them, and I think it was cool to see the metamorphosis and the process. Um, yeah, cinematography was great. I think the whole atmosphere of like the town is very gloomy all the time yes rainy like depressing it fit the movie very well really feels like you're in oregon in man yeah <laughs> depressing thought man oregon <laughs> second you think of oregon you're like man i'm glad i'm yeah. not there uh characters were fine i think they did a good job um i'm pretty sure i've seen the cop as a cop in like four movies, but <laughs> yeah, actually, that's what I wanted to bring. I'm I'm starting to get sick of seeing this guy everywhere. <laughs> quite honestly, that's funny actually because he's like not in like a lot of things. No, it just happened. You showed me a lot of things with him in it. Yeah, I happen to like a lot of the things he's in, and that's just very coincidental. Actually, yeah. like so. I don't like. It's not like he's a bad actor or anything, but like it's just like I feel like his character is usually similar in a lot of these films you've shown me. It is, yeah. He brings a lot of himself to all of his movies. I think, like, the most different was when you showed me Fargo season three or four. Season two. Season two. Yes. Um, I think he's a little bit different in that, and I think that's more just the fact of it's a series, so they had more time to develop more yeah. of a character with him. Flesh things out. Yeah. And but... Breaking Bad, he's extremely different from everything else you've I'll seen. I'll eventually watch mm. Breaking Bad. Um. Uh, the ending ended up getting spoiled to me from nice. a show I watched, which Boo. is unfortunate, but, you know, I feel like the ride will still be worth it. It's a good show still. Very good show. But, yeah, he was, the acting's fine. Um, characters are cool. I think the most lacking element is kind of some of the plot points uh, felt very glossed over to me. Like, it might be the hour 30 time frame, which I didn't think it felt too rushed, but at certain things they were trying to, relay to the audience i don't think it got through it kind of felt just like they were like oh here's another plot point and now next scene yeah it would almost like for me i feel like the discussions every time like the sister would have a talk with her brother it'd be like she would bring like an exposition thing up and you'd be like it's fine and they would just move on to the next yeah, scene and then it would just <laughs> end yeah man this is re this really reminds me of the things our dad used to do and he's like oh yeah and then they drive away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Much. Yes. And then next scene. But overall, I like the film. I think it was done well. Um, it it kind of gained like an impressive point for me because it is a creature feature. And you don't see too many of those 
um, that are still captivating and hold your attention. So I liked it. Yeah. And uh, to go back to how... Uh, the Wendigo was the... Yeah, the did. Wendigo. But like how mm-hmm. um, accurate it is to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different versions of the Wendigo. Yeah. I mean, Most of them stem back to someone out stranded somewhere or stranded in like a tunnel or something. Mm-hmm. And they end up having to eat human flesh. Yeah. And then that turns them into a monster. It yeah. stems around there, and then all the other stuff is kind of whatever. Yeah. It ultimately is a verbally told mythos, so there yeah. is a lot of back and forth between a lot of it from my understanding. Yeah, and it it differs from, like, different uh, Native American tribes and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like something I, because I have done random research on it, I have noticed um, even stuff like how human they are at that point is very vague. Mm-hmm. I remember reading some depictions that did, depicted it as very tree-like yeah there's a lot of that this this one goes into that and i think because of how dark a lot of the shots wind up being in this you don't really get to see that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but looking into like some of the special features and some of like the things that special effects people did it's kind of a shame that all of those super impressive things that they did are in the dark I'm going to say that might be why it loses some of the steam because, like, it's just kind of hard to see anything towards the end of the movie. It is. It is. And you got, like, the fancy TV that actually lets you see <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> well, you know, like, because, like, like, if I tried to watch on my TV, it'd probably just be black. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, the whole end of the movie. I'm going to uh, say spoilers for the whole thing because mm-hmm. we're going to be jumping around different parts yeah. of it a lot here. Um. And it's fairly new, so I do just kind of want to say spoilers throughout anyway. Yep. So It's on HBO Max, as we said. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. It's honestly very easy to get a hold of and watch, unlike some of the other things that <laughs> the Searchlight, how Disney has treated Searchlight movies, like, let's say, The Empty Man, which is something that I didn't know how much I loved until very recently. Uh, I don't is that know what you have until you, it's gone. Yeah, uh, that's on HBO Max, I believe, as well. Okay, I think I've seen the cover for that. Yeah, like, the trailers for that one are really deceptive, too. Like, it looks like it's a completely different movie than it actually is. In my head, I'm thinking of The Invisible Man, and I know it's not that. <laughs> no, it is not that one at all. <laughs> that's no, the, uh, the Empty Man is something that we're going to have to do at some point. It's mm-hmm. it's like there are three different movies inside of that one movie, and they gave a first-time director all of the money. Oh, and they shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, so much so <laughs> to like, where I'm gonna buy so many McDoubles <laughs> for everyone today. That, that movie flopped so hard <laughs> that there is still not a physical release for oh, it, and God. it came out in 2020. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so they don't even have a VHS copy for it. Uh, no, they'll, they'll be lucky if they ever get a physical release of this thing, which is a shame because I think i might love it <laughs> they uh, burned the reels right after <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh we gotta keep the we gotta keep the light on in the building we gotta yeah. <laughs> they throw in the, the fire <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah another production thing about this movie is that this was produced in 2018 actually oh and it was supposed to come out late 2019 uh there was a couple other movies around that time that they were putting out so they pushed it back to 2020 hmm. And then the world ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing was coming out. And even the big things that did come out were flopping pretty fucking hard. Tenet. Uh, Tenet is <laughs> the biggest one. That's a huge disappointment. That made Nolan fucking go to a whole different studio. He no longer works with WB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so they pushed it back and again into 2021, which it Damn. still, I think, barely made its money back. Even yeah, then. Probably. I could see that. 
Um, but yeah, the sensibilities of this film are at the release of this in theaters, three years old. <laughs> <laughs> so it technically took place in real time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, huh? Um, but yeah, if you want to watch it, like we said, it's on HBO Max. Uh, Voodoo for three ninety nine if you want to rent to Amazon Prime three ninety nine and up, YouTube five ninety nine and up, and Google Play and uh, YouTube TV five ninety nine and up. Uh, that's like their base rental prices. I think <laughs> YouTube and Google Play only do the highest. Mm. Like it has like the one tier, and then you get like all the different qualities, whatever your whatever device know. can stream on. Uh, and the other ones have like tiered services. Uh, it also, when you look it up, says it's on Hulu. But it's on Hulu if you have HBO Max. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's on HBO Max. <laughs> There's such a stupid like dartboard of services nowadays, and just sometimes you're like, okay, I got it, and then it's just like, actually, yeah, blank. yeah, yeah. I, whenever we like look up to see where all of these are actually available on, I always end up having to click on all of them because I never actually know if they're there or not. Yeah. It's dumb. I mean, I think I still have the record for the dumbest way to watch something, which was, it was on that one streaming service if you had Othello concerts for, <laughs> yeah. for the Interstellar 5555. <laughs> and that was just hilarious. Like, why is that a thing? If you really, really like concerts, you'll watch this movie probably. I would even say that. Like, I feel like the person who watches concert is not the person who listens to Daft Punk usually. You know, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Depends what kind of concerts. No, it was like classical. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's right in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to give one last spoiler warning here, and then we're going to talk about the basic basic plot. We're going to probably jump around this one a lot, because I think there's things that are fun to talk about throughout, and maybe not so Ever. chronologically. Yeah. So yeah, spoilers. Uh, movie starts out in a meth lab, yep. which is fun. I think it's actually a really fun opening. Because it kind of sets the tone really well. Yeah. Um, it's just a kid like hanging out in a truck, and you get like all these weird uh, scenic shots about the area you're about to be in for the next hour and a half. And tonally, it kind of hits you with, I don't know what I would call it, not quite dread, but just kind of like loneliness almost? Like a melancholy. Yeah, yeah, like a melancholy. With just the color palette and how the camera moves around, mm -hmm. and just the way that the characters talk to each other, or the, I should say the dad talks to the kid in the truck, mm -hmm. uh, you instantly get this feeling of, like, everything's wrong. <laughs> uh, dad ends up going back into this old uh, mine? That's yeah, what it was, like right? Yeah, abandoned mine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, turns out he's making meth in there, as you do. As you do in mines. Yeah, yeah. There's no, they're not good for anything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't you remember the radio? The Oregon mayor just undid oh, right. a bunch of environmental <laughs> regulations so they can open up the mine again. It's just like the, the beginning of Year of the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's stuff funny because, like, they do, they talk about that. They're like, hey, no one's supposed to be here for another week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, they, they get all their meth making supplies, I guess you would call them, and uh, start to get out of there. And they get mauled to death by a thing. Yeah, there's weird noises. By a antler thing. Yeah, which, you, if you're listening to this, you already know it's a Wendigo. Yeah. So. No, just antlers. <laughs> actually, just it's a pair of antlers. I have a story real quick. When I was buying this today, because I just went and bought it today, because it just came out at the time of this recording, Um, I was at the checkout line, and the guy's like, yeah, I just need to see your ID, because it's rated R and whatnot. 
And so he comes up, he checks my ID. He's like, oh, cool. Have you seen this already? I was like, yeah, I have. It's great. He's like, I heard it's really boring. I was like, oh, really? Like, I don't think, I mean, it's like slow, but I don't think it's like boring. He's like, yeah, like I heard like the first five minutes, it's super cheesy. And he's like, my friend was telling me that like, it'll make you be afraid of deer. I was like, I don't think that's this movie. And he's like, oh, no? I was like, no. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> you just turned over the box and let him read it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the deer from Adventure Time. It takes off its hooves yeah. and has hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would make me afraid of deer. <laughs> Dre has no clue what we're talking about. No, um, sounds horrifying. I might give you an abridged Adventure Time look one day. Okay, that would be a it. while away. Let's do it. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Man. I'm just like thinking of what you could put. I was like, I don't know, Deer Hunter? Jeez. Deer Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, it cuts to our late title card, Antlers. Mm-hmm. And you get to follow a kid named Lucas in school who is clearly fucked up. Yeah. Some I feel like shit. all of the town's a little fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. He's like bullied by some kid. Just I, I don't forget the kid's name. It's not really that important. Josh. I don't know. I think it's probably Josh or like Tomothy. Yeah, some white he looks like a Tomothy. <laughs> He's a ginger. Yeah, some like middle school aged white name. Yeah, like you've seen a thing with like a bully in it before. It's that. Yep. So uh, I think the thing that's most interesting though is that when it comes to following Lucas, we're already seeing. We don't know like how long it's been. It's been like a while since he's been having to. No, it said like three, three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I give an actual. Here's it, it. They did put it against in white text against a white sink, which I thought was odd. <laughs> I was like, hmm, maybe you shouldn't have put that there, but okay. Yeah, I, don't, I did not notice that. So. Um, yeah, so three weeks then. So it's been three weeks since he has, and again, we're going to be jumping around a lot here, uh, been getting wild animals and taking them home and feeding them to his dad. Yeah, and his brother. Not... Really? Because his brother seems to, like, be eating normal food for a while. I think, like, it seems to be he's cooking both. Because I don't know where you'd get money for real food. It looked like he found him in a dumpster. Maybe. It definitely seemed like he was giving him dumpster apples. And, like, cold fries. Someone's yeah. leftovers. <laughs> cold fries are still fine. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat some cold fries. I might question it if you pull them out of a dumpster and say, here's some cold fries. But Well, you wouldn't know it's from a dumpster. I mean, if we're hanging out in an alleyway and you're like, here's some fries, where'd you get those fries? <laughs> uh, from the restaurant. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, if I'm throwing up black sludge, I'd probably just take what I can get at yeah. that point. Yeah, that's a pretty good point, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is one of those things that I think, um, I don't remember reading about that anywhere, so this is one of those like creative licensing kind of things mm-hmm. the movie does, is instead of you know just like not being able to eat yeah. uh, normal food, when they eat normal food, they get deathly sick. Yeah. Which I think uh, my first time... Is that what was happening? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like, because he was... He, like he ate the fries just fine, but then, like, later he has, like, Reese's Pieces. And I, he's, like... I couldn't fucking tell what he was throwing eating. Them up. <laughs> <Later>. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was, like, giving him, like, some kind of nut, and he... I thought he was just having an allergic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Get a Zeppi pen. Fucking, this I kid's... A... Was fucking, I thought he was gonna kill his brother right there, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. It plays with the whole, it makes sense if you, well, like, obviously once you get more in and the Native American guy tells you the legend of the Wendigo, it plays on the insatiable hunger, yeah, but not being able to fulfill it, which is, like, a a thing with a lot of monsters, yeah. I think, in a lot of different um, cultures, which I think is a, always a really cool thing. Like, you're always hungry, 
but then you eat and even some lichen uh lores like that yeah you're always hungry but every time you eat like some of them like it turns to sand or you just throw up black bile like what they were doing in this movie just makes you hungrier yeah and then it's basically pushing them to the point where they eat a human yeah so they can fully transform yeah um zombies tend to have Mm -hmm. that same kind of lore occasionally vampires depending on like depends how sexual it's supposed to be yeah (laughs) that's true actually if you're like going with dracula then it's definitely all about sex you're going with something like a let's say midnight mass mm-hmm. then you're going for more like a beastly sort of thing i would thing. say the more bat like the vampire the more likely it's the hunger thing yeah 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 that's probably true um but yeah i actually like the slow kind of outward perspective of getting to see the wendigo transformation happen mm-hmm. you get like a flashback later in the movie showing yeah. how yeah. it all starts i think that but... flashback's a little lame frankly it is a little bit if... lame it feels like they're like, okay, some people are just not going to understand yet. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a, I think, goes back to something that Dee was saying earlier, actually, is, like, it feels like it's, like, giving you too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's too slow also at the same time while it's giving you that. It, like, kind of kills the pacing of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that that flashback is only there because people are like, I don't get it. Like, why is he a monster? And they're like, okay, we need to... We I mean, put this in there, and then it's like, okay, we, we filmed it. It's like, yeah, but it looks like the same as everything else. What if we put it in 4x3? Yeah. <laughs> it, it I think, far, like, it still doesn't even, like, explain anything. It's just kind of padding the movie at this point. It is, it is. Yeah, it felt misplaced almost. It's like, yeah. it almost felt like an afterthought, that scene. Like, they yeah. were like, well, he's in the hospital looking out the window good time for this flashback yeah. <laughs> yeah i almost wonder do you th- i really wonder if like test audiences were just really confused i don't know honestly like, because this this movie had a lot of time to bake this that is really what this feels like like or a weird executive was like i don't get it How yeah come they eat people yeah i understood <laughs> that like something happened with the original wendigo and now they have the wendigo sickness but i guess i mean I also have a lot of, like, I like supernatural and, like, horror things, so I know a lot of lore, so that right. maybe to, like, the layman just going to watch a creature movie, they wouldn't understand, like... Like Bob and Barbara go to the movies. Yeah, and- they maybe wouldn't understand, <laughs> like, why they would be sick or, like, that this metamorphosis and transformation is happening because of the earlier scene. Yeah. Well, that's still kind of my point. I don't think this actually would help anyone, though. No? Like... Ultimately, what happens in this flashback, you just kind of see the dad progressively getting more feral. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, like, you got that immediately if you watched the first scene and then see- saw the next time you saw the dad. I think the w- I actually think that the b- flashback hurts in a different way. Mm. I think it makes Lucas's character worse, the mm. main kid we follow throughout the whole thing. Because when he first goes to the house, you see, like, he has all these locks and all these bags and stuff around, and he, like has, like, a system set in place for, like, everything that he does at night and, like, how he feeds them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in the flashback, it shows that, like, oh, he didn't do any of this. Like, his dad set all of it up and then, like, went and hid in the room and just told him to lock the shit. Yeah, the dad did all of it. Yeah, I was thinking that that actually is a good point because I was like, wow, this dude's been surviving for three weeks. He, like, bolted his doors yeah. and, like, is taking care of these yeah. monsters and is, like, sur- somehow surviving by himself, and you see him, like, putting little animal traps and, like, yeah. killing stuff to feed them, and I was like, dang, this dude, 
is kind of like you know ingenious in a way <laughs> he's like figuring out all this stuff but then yeah the flashback it just takes all his credit kind yeah of. there's just yeah. i don't know this flashback is definitely a really weak part yeah. it's a bummer actually yeah and i never thought about that until until we watched it this time but yeah flashback sort of kills a lot of the momentum in the movie too mm-hmm. yeah especially because like it's like it's kind of that little like calm before the storm of the next thing that happens but yeah. then it's like oh actually uh let's just shake the boat a little bit all right yeah actually kind of <laughs> um yeah so most of the movie is i'm going to i would call this movie a very slow burn i know we've used that term a lot here but i would say this actually is a very slow burn mm-hmm. because it dulls things out very very slowly and then it kind of notches it up to 10 for yeah. about 30 seconds <laughs> which is weird because it's an hour and a half so it almost feels like rushed but slow yeah. It's super weird. That's like, why like the story, the plot points were strange to me. Yeah, like you can almost tell that things were cut out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what, because I, it also yeah. feels slow. My guess for stuff that was cut out, I feel like the sister and the brother probably had something cut out from their story arc, because it just kind of doesn't resolve anything. Theirs just sort of does end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I would guess that's cut out... Um. I almost like feel like this flashback such in a weird position. Maybe there were more flashbacks throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe. But uh, like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of some of the flaw I have with this movie mm-hmm. is like it just certain things just end. Yeah, and, and I like, think some what... it works some ways. Like when they're like the bully character, how his story ends, quote unquote, is <laughs> right. He gets like mutilated. His murder. Yeah, <laughs> it fits the story. Like it. It's like yeah, he just dies that's yeah. it yeah uh i think with like a lot of these uh again quote unquote elevated horror because i think that's basically what this is going for yeah. is that tone it's taking a very b movie concept and trying to make it more mm-hmm. um with a lot of these you see an extremely slow tone and things just sort of chop and end uh i think a lot of that can be owed to like hereditary because yeah. that movie changed what a lot of horror is mm-hmm. uh like it or not at this point. Uh, but that movie has a lot of scenes where like things are just happening and it just ends and then it's just the next thing now. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't like transition really. Yeah. I guess I, I, I haven't seen the movie obviously, but like from what it sounds like that more serves the purpose of how the narrative goes. Cause it's more like, like the living after what happened. If yeah. I remember correctly, whereas this doesn't feel like that. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think that that's something that stylistically people have grabbed a lot of things from that yeah. movie and like tried to throw it in here and there. It's like, this is amazing. I want to do this. And then yeah. they don't quite fit it in yeah. right, in it, a lot of ways. You know, you see it all the time in Hollywood where like a lot of new writers and even old writers don't understand what made certain part work so well. Yeah. And just kind of emulate it without thinking of what worked in it. It's like if we go to Star Wars, for instance. Yeah. Um, how there's like all these little cute little like things like porgs. I love porgs. I've said it a, a lot. I love porgs. They're adorable. There's literally no reason for them to be there except to sell merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot of that kind of stuff in a lot of big movies. Now there's just like the cute little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can argue. I mean, Star Wars had the Ewoks in the original versions. Yeah, course, yeah, they've been doing like, it since all the way. But like, I feel like a big trend was honestly a lot of animated films. Like you see that a lot. Like especially after Despicable Me had the Minions. Like yes. you saw that in so many things. Like 
uh, Normal in the North, which is a shitty movie no one needs to see, has these stupid <laughs> lemming things that are basically minions that can't even do any sort of speech and are just dumb. Yeah. Uh, like, there's so many things like that that just constantly get added for no reason. Yeah, like, it, it, you can tell there's, like, a producer's note somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's when... <sighs> See, that's the thing. I like this movie. I do mm-hmm. like this movie. But there are things that, like, hold it back from being a great horror movie, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the curse you really bear as a horror fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's my insatiable hunger. Uh, <laughs> so they missed an opportunity here, you're saying, to sell merchandise by having the baby Wendigo. Yeah, they should have had a bunch of tiny Wendigos after, like, the chest burst. Like, it's like gremlins, and then, like, a bunch of tiny Wendigos oh, yeah. bust out, and then they're, like, causing havoc around the town. But they're all cute. Yeah. And they're like, fly, human flesh. <laughs> so the marshmallow scene from the new Ghostbusters then. Ah. Which is literally just an insert scene that has no effect on anything. Bro, I don't yeah. know. I haven't actually seen the new Ghostbuster. Don't. I've seen the old new Ghostbusters, and that is one of my least favorite movies. Yeah, that was trash. The old new. Oh, the 2016. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, one was, that one was bad. The newer one's better than that, but, like, not good still. It doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. It's a whole. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see that, please write us and say, "Hey, watch the new Ghostbusters, jackasses." We have to watch Ghostbusters two still. Would we? Yeah. There's a lot or, of stuff like, from there. Or like to understand it, I would have to. Some stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, this yeah. movie. I think a good choice about this movie that I did like that got it more points for me towards the good side of horror is the limited. Uh, time and the shot choice of how you see the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love when horror movies do this, and this, I think, is the key to making a good creature feature. Do not show the creature too much. That yeah. always, even if it's a beautiful, well mm-hmm. done, like great design, if you keep showing it every shot, it loses that pizzazz. Mm-hmm. So when you have just like the side of the arm, you see like this antler. In one shot, someone gets stabbed with the antler, but you don't really see the creature. You just kind of see all yeah. the, the havoc happening around. See, it is kind of funny still, though, because even, like, actually the creature being in the movie is, like, 20 minutes of the movie. If that. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's an issue. Because, like, for the most part, the quote-unquote creature is the father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would say you might see the father a little too much doing his like crazy stuff. Doing but, his like, like weird yeah. spider walking. Yeah, uh, like weird. And I feel like he's CG half the time. I could be wrong. No, dad is all all dad. Okay. Dad's all dad. When it is Wendigo, there is some CG added, but surprisingly enough, it was like mostly practical. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing I was impressed about because we're jumping towards it. I'm gonna jump towards yeah. the end and spoil this part. When you gotta stab the lava heart out of the Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of that was actually practical effects. They built, like, a whole thing to where it was, like, gelatin and, like, all kinds of uh, bush stuff and everything like there because they're, like... Bushes, baked beans, yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. <laughs> a Wendigo, like, doesn't have guts and blood yeah. and stuff, so, like, we had to put something in there. Like, they put a bunch of nature and twigs and brambles. Yeah. And so every time she could, like, stab into the actual thing, actually have to stab through it and, like, grab out and a physical thing that she would have to touch and hold and stab. And it was just covered in brambles and all kinds of nature. And you couldn't tell, <laughs> honestly. No, you can't see anything. No. This this movie needs a slightly better lit ending. <laughs> but I kind of like that about creature movies. I don't like to see the creature because th- it ruins it for it's me. It's not necessarily the issue is that you, like, well, again, the more of the issue is, like, it's not that you're not seeing the mm-hmm. creature when it's dark. You're just seeing the creature badly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there, 
because again, this is the this is the climax of the movie, so it's not like they need to really keep much left to the imagination. I guess I don't know. I could tell what was going on in the last scene. Honestly, I thought it was fine, but I think a really cool thing that I thought was really awesome design wise that I haven't seen done with the Wendigo is it had the old face yeah. of the dad like that draped over the antlers and I, like the bone face. I thought that was awesome. I loved that. That is such a cool mm-hmm. shot. It's a cool reveal. That is cool, but it kind of makes me laugh at the idea that it kept it on for three days just to take it off immediately <laughs> when it saw the person. It's like, now I'm mad. Yeah. Like, I, I do agree. Like, that's a cool thing. Because, like, especially when you're, like, seeing it in, like, just the side profile, you're like, is, what's on its face? Is that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, is that skin? And, yeah, it's the. Yeah. Because that is another one of the things a lot of Wendigo said is they're kind of like skin takers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, like they don't ever know their true form, essentially. They, or they like are shapeshifters in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, I actually, I, I think that there's a lot of shadow and you can't see like the details of the creature. Mm-hmm. I could see what was happening in general, but the details you for sure couldn't see on the creature, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Um, on purpose, mm-hmm. maybe. On purpose, they shot the entire climax in three days. Okay, so, yeah. so. <laughs> so on purpose, but rushed. Actually, very, very rushed. They did not have very much time whenever they were doing that. Yeah, the the mines actually were being reopened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, we told you three days ago. Get out of here. <laughs> They're like, wait, wait, we're almost done. It's like, guys, there's toxic gas in the area. Where are your guys' hazmat suits? That's why the cameras were getting shaky. They were actually <laughs> passing out. Yeah, <laughs> Those kids actually were being dehydrated. Yeah. They were stuck. Yeah. All those black veins on the kid. Those were just actually, yeah, yeah it was uh, a bad situation. This is really a movie about miner's lung, I think. Ooh. <laughs> Got the black lung pop. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's, it's a quote from a thing that you haven't seen. Uh, You'll see it eventually. Maybe. But yeah, maybe that did take away a little bit at the end there. Because if, like you said, if it was a lot of practical, which you could kind of tell. Um, it would have been cool to see some of the details of the Wendigo. Yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like really fast. Like you're saying, you see, like it's its neck is almost made up of like small antlers. Yeah, yeah, it's which really is kind of cool. cool as yeah. well. But yeah, it, you kind of don't get to appreciate it. Yeah, because it's like such a quick shot yeah. in the dark. Also, the <laughs> most you really get to see is when they're like being illuminated by the moonlight, mm-hmm. which does look neat. Like that's when I was like, oh, it's kind of like an ent in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nature forward, like mm-hmm. uh, the whole design of it. I mean, this movie has a very environmental <laughs> theme to it. Yeah. I would argue. <laughs> yeah, especially. I mean, they had kind of ham-fisted thing with the like, oh, the mayor has rolled back a bunch of environmental. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think like once you take like what a Wendigo is and like where its lore came from, you kind of have to sort of. It's just always melded into environmentalism yeah, in I mean, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Native Americans were very much about the life of the land and not taking too much. Yeah, and then we sort of killed them all and took it all. Yeah. So is that <laughs> is the Wendigo about greed or is it more about it's like the embodiment of hatred it said, right? And it infects you somewhat. It's, so like it's different honestly yeah. depending on which lore well, you yeah, follow. Probably. So like this one, I think like the back of the box even says like it's going towards like the industrialization and mm. consumerism of it all. Mm. Um but it can also just be about, like, a very human thing of, like, always wanting more and always needing more. Yeah. So, like, it just kind of, that's kind of what's so great about the Wendigo is, like, you can mm-hmm. interpret it in a lot of different ways. Which I could see that because the dad was an addict. Yeah. So he would be, 
you know, a glutton in that sense where he's always he needs more all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. He's like, using like old, uh, like a old coal mine which was part of nature to mm-hmm. make meth. Yeah. So like, <laughs> probably meth arguably up. one of the least <laughs> natural things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was you know, there the coal is natural, and then they just made a big ass hole in the side of the mountain. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's one of the things they brought because like when the sister teacher is talking to her brother about uh lucas's parents parent i should say the mm-hmm. mother's dead he reveals yeah uh she's like what's going on he's like oh yeah we always catch him and he's like one of these days i just expect to catch him dead with a needle in his arm yeah yeah he's it's like, like I've, I've arrested him so many times i've lost count she's like why don't you just like actually take him away he's like well i mean it's complicated because like if i do that then like Who's going to take care of those kids? You know, where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. Um, which she ends up near the end of the movie, like, I'll do it. Yeah, I am the teacher, <laughs> yeah, and this is that's my just student. thing you can do, apparently, in a small town. If you're the sheriff, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> if the doctor rubs your elbow like that, you can do anything. <laughs> he just passes by him, and he's just like, and here's your elbow. The and good, w- excuse me. <laughs> the weirdest meme. He's like, and cough. quick physical (laughs) me and E noticed that immediately we were like why did he do that yeah Yeah, it's really weird like I don't know what it is about really but um yeah yeah, so like the addict I mean it's it's like a a general small town kind of thing yeah slightly bigger than a small town there's actually a lot more people than I was expecting for a town that size but I mean there's a lot of people in small towns, honestly. You just don't see them because they don't have a reason to go out. <laughs> this place did have an ice cream shop. Yeah, they did. It was it had a line out the door. I would bet <laughs> this town is about the size of the one where Liz is from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say it's about that size. Maybe. Almost like spread out a little bit. So there's not mm-hmm. like bunches of people, but there's like still people in every area of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that line was for a treatment center. Was it? Next, I thought it was from next oh, to the ice cream shop. Yeah. Silly me. I just thought everyone wanted ice cream. <laughs> nope. No. That explains why there was a lot of people in wheelchairs and yep. with casts. Yeah. No, yep. think about it. He's like, oh, they're hurt. They want to feel better. They need some yeah. ice cream. <laughs> Put some ice on it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple more things I want to talk about, like in the kind of the middle of this movie. Uh, one of those things that makes Lucas seem. Or not seem the thing that reinforces how smart he is and how resilient he is is one day whenever he's walking home from school, the teacher, the woman we follow throughout the movie, mm-hmm. follows him mm-hmm. and stalks he like him. yeah stalks him yeah. and he goes to the like waiting for him an ice cream shop because he's hungry and wants some ice cream and she's like hey I want some ice cream well why don't you go in with me and they like have a conversation quick no uh if a stranger ever just <laughs> says hey you want some ice cream with me. Maybe don't take it. That's a little iffy. Even if it is your, actually, especially if it's your teacher, I would say. (laughs) I mean, if it's my teacher, like right now, can I get ice cream from him? (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. If you're a kid, first off, don't be listening to this. What are you doing? Yeah, we say (laughs) the fuck word a lot. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be hearing that. Uh, if you have a kid, if you have a kid, why are you letting them listen to this? <laughs> no, Turn your Bluetooth off right now. <laughs> no, I'm saying make sure they're not having their teacher take him out for ice cream. Probably. I mean, yeah, I guess that too. Whatever. <laughs> you know, different strokes for different folks. Ultimately, what you want to take out of this podcast, but maybe not till you're into college, because that's like a professor thing. Could be professors are chill sometimes yeah it's like yeah. that's their thing they like take everyone out for ice cream anyways uh yeah so 
Lucas gets some ice cream from his teacher, and she's like, you know, my mom's dead, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really awkward, like, good kind of awkward conversation. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of, like, awkward conversation, like, I feel like I remember having with teachers and, like, people above me Yeah, uh, when I was a kid. It was just, like, them just trying really, really, really hard to, like, get on your level. Because she's like, what's your favorite vegetable? My favorite vegetable is ice cream. Like, ice cream's not a vegetable, idiot. Yeah, he's like, you fucking dummy. She's like, it is to me. And he's like, all right, I'll play whatever game this is, I guess. Yeah, like it's almost like the kid, like, like, okay, I'll go down to your level then. We'll have this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like weird. Because, like, again, he's 12. Like, she's talking to him like he's six. Yeah, yeah. Um, But this is one of those scenes I really like because, like, Lucas kind of does just kind of play along with everything that she's Mm -hmm. saying and doing. And at the end, he's like, I better go. Like, uh, by the way, this time, don't follow me. And he just walks away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, as he walks by the window, he's, like, staring to make sure she's not Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. A little glance back Luke, at her. Lucas is probably one of the best parts of this movie, I would say. he mm-hmm. He's very charming. He's extremely charming. And honestly, this kid played this character so well. Yeah, he felt like, like, I, I never felt like he was acting. Yeah. Like the the littler one kind of felt like it a couple of times to me, but like uh, yeah, you Lucas, could tell it was a yeah. kid that was like told to say things. Yeah, like Lucas the kid who was playing Lucas was like fucking. I believed him. Mm-hmm. I believed he I was really in a bad believed situation. He was a twelve year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he felt broken. Like yeah. definitely, like the point of brokenness where he's not even like sad. He's like empty almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because of everything he's been through, he doesn't even like cry about anything. He's just no. like this is my life now yeah and he He kind of gets it out through like his art he does like all these creepy ass scary sketches which leads the teacher to become concerned and that's why she actually starts stalking him yeah yeah i think one of the interesting parts it's a little bit brushed over it's mostly a couple lines but i remember when he's taught towards the end after like the metamorphosis um he's talking to the teacher and she's like your dad's dead and he's like no, that was my old dad. I didn't really like my old dad. He was very mean. Yeah, this he was my mean. New dad. This is my new dad. I want to. I want to help him. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a kind of because like it. It goes to show like this. Lucas didn't just get broken by this one interact. Like this one thing being. Yeah. I say this one thing as if it isn't a fucking giant mythological creature. <laughs> yeah, <has. laughs> he gets broken by this tiny fucking Wendigo yeah. thing. Whatever, everyone like, goes through it. <laughs> like it's it's clear his family dynamic was already broken. Like even he tells the story of the three bears, and like, well the the girl does. No, remember his story also had three bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very different bears, but yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the father, the. Young and the baby the bear, father, the yeah. son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> and like in his story, even like at the start, it was still not like good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's that's one of these things that I think it does really well too. Is that it doesn't do a flashback to explain how his mom died. God, yeah, that would suck. that would have been awful. Uh, it just kind of lets you think about it and come up with your own way of how it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, which for me is like she was probably a druggie too and overdosed, but like. You can come up with like anything. Like mm-hmm. maybe they had a really happy family, and then something tragic happened to her, and like that's what led and him to drugs. Yeah, that's and why like, he was a druggie. Yeah. yeah, like there's it leaves it open for interpretation to what you want it yeah. to be, which is nice. And like the that's the one thing I think is kind of weird with how it tells the sister and brother story, though. It's like almost up to interpretation, but yeah. not really. Like there's a clear thing that happened. It just didn't feel like telling it 
very straightforwardly, it's weird. Yeah, it does. It puts like enough in there um, to let you know the idea that there was a lot of abuse from their father, mm-hmm. but it never goes as far as to say exactly what happened. Uh, yeah. Which I think is good if it went somewhere. Yeah, that's the bigger issue. Is like it felt like they added that so that the teacher would have more of a reason to actually like have so much care about Lucas because maybe oh again it feels like a thing where a executive was like why does she care about this kid so much yeah mm-hmm. he's like all right well uh her her father abused <laughs> yeah she like also was from a battered household so she connected with Lucas but yeah it didn't it really didn't like go into the and like we were saying before it didn't go into the story and anytime they would start having the exposition and like talking about the past she would just be like he did this to me did he snap your arm and he was like you don't know what he did to me and it doesn't tell you no. yeah. <laughs> and i think that's the last time they talk about yeah what happened yeah and that's like halfway in the movie over halfway oh okay that's like an hour 10 into the movie i think that's yeah. shit gets it's weird like i don't know it's not necessarily bad that they didn't because again usually you want show no don't tell mm-hmm. but like it's a weird. It's just weird how they did it and didn't care enough to finish it. Yeah, like I almost wish they would have had her silently struggling with it through the whole thing, mm. and then had them have one big fight about it. Yeah, because I feel like that would have been a lot more powerful. Because you would have been able to just get it from her side the whole time and like what was going on and side with her. So that when like the brother comes on, he's like, "You don't know what he did to me." Like that could have been like a much bigger moment. Yeah, but it didn't do that. No, even like something, even like areas you think it would impact, like it's shown that she was like locked under the stairs. Mm-hmm. You think that would play somewhere, especially with the like showing that the father was always upstairs. Yeah. I don't know. Like there's something there. They just didn't feel like doing anything with it. It's weird. It's like they almost connected the dots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was she supposed to be from rehab? Because she kept, you know, when she would go into that store. And she kept looking at the alcohol. I think it just implies she was an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, she just had struggles. Yeah. I don't know if they, she went to... Re- I mean, they just said that she was in California. Yeah, and she was having a hard time, and then she moved back home because she's, like, on hard times. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought, that she was, like, in recovery. Yeah. And so that's maybe. why she moved back with her brother. Yeah. So it wasn't even, like, a reconnection thing. Yeah, it was literally just, like, yeah. she needs a place. She had to. Yeah. And then they kind of... Because they kind of went through that. She was like, you have every right to resent me because mm-hmm. I left you or I fucked up. Like, I don't really know. They don't tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's mostly implied she because, like, she talked about how she left and then, like, her father died mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And that's when she moved back in after that. But, like, I don't know. It's weird. Again, yeah. it's like there's, like, half an idea there. Yeah. And, and they don't, like, it's not in the point where it's not enough where you don't worry about it. And it's just not quite enough to where you really like it. I don't know. Yeah, like, that's a weird thing, because, like, again, it feeling like there's too much and then also rushed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, not enough. Like, it feels like this movie needed another 20 minutes. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like, where would they have gone with that, you know? Yeah, like, because, yeah. like, what Jiraiya was saying is really the only real pinnacle of what to do with it being a big fallout. But at the same time, you just have to have them come back together later if you're trying to do the same ending. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I definitely don't want a big fallout moment because I think we have way too many of those anyways. No, like, I don't think a big fallout, like, would have been a thing. I can just, like, I just imagine... It's like here's here's my script. I would have put right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the rewrite. Uh, I would have had her like in this house because it seems to be the same house they grew up in, right? Yeah, they I said think they that. didn't mention that, right? Yeah. So her like seeing certain things and having memories about that, and her just dealing with that and never bringing it up to her brother, and her brother always like freaking out, like what's going on with you? Um, and then just at a certain point she blows up and starts like going about everything that's happened to her and him him just being like i dealt with all of this too like you're not alone you're not in this alone kind of thing like it could have been a moment to bring them together instead mm. of break them apart like yeah, i also maybe. dealt with this like i understand what you're going through and then have them like work together to help this child it could have been like a revelation moment okay yeah and instead it was just something that was brought up for 5 seconds every 10 minutes and then nothing happens yeah, it's a weird. And then they have the kid. And then they have the kids. <laughs> then they steal a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it never feels like her actually taking care of Lucas is like a full arc. Yeah, it's no. weird. It just feels like, well, the movie wanted this to be the arc, but it like doesn't really work. Yeah, and the, the movie feels like completed. Which is why it's so weird how the yeah. story unfolds. Yeah, <laughs> because it, like I still liked it. And it feels like it was done and done well enough. But there's all those weird little story like points that they just kind of like glossed over and then didn't really do anything with felt. That's what made the pacing seem strange at times. Yeah. And just feel like a bunch of little stuff that they just kind of like threw in there for plot convenience. Like, you know, we need a relatable story for her. So she wants the kid, (laughs) but we're not going to go too much into that. Yeah, there's, there's so many like little things like they just find half the body in the forest at the start of the father's partner, mm-hmm. just the bottom half's near the building, and then the yeah. top half's in the mines, eating a bunch. And mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a messed up, ain't it?" Yeah, and then <laughs> they just don't ever care. Sure was a bear. <laughs> most likely was a bear and then they find the bully and they're like man fucked up ain't it <laughs> sure was a bear you know well, what? well he actually does not say he's like no nah, no nah. when like they exhume exhume the body that's examine what? examine yeah exhuming is like taking something out of a crypt right yeah yeah, yeah. when they exhaust the body yeah <laughs> they're um, doing the autopsy autopsy thank that's yeah. the word i was looking for thank you when they're doing the autopsy he's like so like listen i know this is some crazy shit but this looks like human's teeth. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's crazy. Like, I know, I don't, I don't know. I'm drunk or something. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just never think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, whenever the next one happens, like, he was eaten in half mm-hmm. with the little boy. He's like, he was eaten in half. I don't know what's happening. He's like, could it have been a train? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Trains don't have teeth. <laughs> Did you not hear me say eaten? <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, there's like a lot of cool moments like that that like mm-hmm. help build up the Wendigo as this creature. Uh, I think anything that like, is directly involving the Wendigo is fucking sick. Yeah, I really it's like it. It's so parts. cool. Uh, it comes to a head whenever the principal of the school, because yep. the teacher's like, you need to go check this out. Like, I've, I'm a damaged human. I know what damaged <laughs> humans look like. 
He's damaged. Go check it out. She's like, mm-hmm. I guess I'll talk to the dad. I don't long to know. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just break in the house. It's whatever. <laughs> she didn't break in the house. Yeah, she the door was in. open. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when she like goes there and like sees everything that's going on, like she has a normal human response of like, it's probably not a Wendigo or a serial killer or something. It's probably mm-hmm. just a kid locked up in an attic. So she goes up there and she like immediately sees the kid. And she's like, oh my God, like what's happened? How long has this been happening to you? Oh my God. Yep. And then I described this moment on the on post credits, mm-hmm. uh, whenever me and Sam went and saw it in theaters. This is like the most brutal animalistic thing I've seen in such a long time in a movie, because he just like goes and like rips her apart yeah. and like eats at her cheek and like tears yeah. at it like an animal would, yeah. and it's like horrifying in a very animalistic way. Only mm-hmm. really rivaled by Gollum, <laughs> <laughs> with all of his fishies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he bit off Frodo's finger. It's true, he did do that. Uh, but yeah, like the, I don't know what it is about that scene. Yeah, that's like super horrific to me, but it is. I mean, I think it's somewhat more like the uncanny valley. Yeah, like you're like you recognize this is a human, but it's not doing human things. Yeah, it's yeah. like almost yeah, you're because it's like almost not human at that point where he's like starting to get the weird glowy chest and yeah. And like his like muscles and like legs are very like odd the way he's moving. Yeah. And then he's also doing the eating of the flesh in random places like an animal, which is yeah, all that together I think is very unsettling. Yeah. Definitely in that scene. Mm -hmm. And then you get the most gruesome and coolest shot in the entire movie. Yeah. When he stands up and you start to see like a little antler come out of his mouth mm-hmm. and then it tears open his entire mouth and jaw and neck and it just, you stare at it for a minute. It is such a cool effect. Yeah. That was my, <laughs> that, that is definitely, I think my favorite scene. And then second would be the, the hanging skin face on the yeah. thing. Those were two really cool scenes I thought uh, that yeah. I wasn't actually expecting. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah, super cool. <laughs> also, uh, during this time, Lucas is stabbing himself with a wood carving of a Wendigo head for some reason. Uh, I think that's like mostly like kids who don't really know how to deal with what's going on. Like that's when like a lot of self harm and stuff comes into yeah. it. I mean, it's a very elaborate way to self harm. Extremely too. elaborate, seeing as he has a knife. But <laughs> yeah, he like actually just whittled an entire Wendigo head in class, <laughs> in, class in class, and then stabbed himself with the teeth of it. Which again is why that flashback scene bothers me again so much. Is because mm-hmm. you see him being proficient at so many things and being yeah. super smart, mm-hmm. and then the flashback takes it away from him. It bugs me so much. Hey, he's still clearly smart about how to do it, or else he would have been dead. But well, like... yeah, but like. Which means he could have bolted a door, probably. Yeah, himself. just don't. <laughs> just take away the flashback. Yeah, yeah, just, does not need it. And like, but I, I, it's just such a weird decision, especially where they put it. Like he's just yeah. like lost in thought in the in the hospital, and like this is right after they already did like a better version of a flashback where it's like him trying to sleep and just being haunted by the pounding on the door. Yeah, by his father. Yeah, that's really cool. All that yeah. stuff of like. Him being in his house at night whenever everything starts happening is really effective, actually, kind of horrifying in a very, very human way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not just like, hey, creature, but like if you've had parents that fought and stuff like that, uh, then like it's very honest to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, I think that's really cool. Yeah. There's like a little, a lot of little things like when 
his brother's like crying out for him. He just puts on his headphones because that's all, all he knows he can really do is just to drown it out. Yeah, yeah. Because if he goes out there, he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool, really heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, the movie's very. It's like creepy and thrilling in a good way of like a creature film, but also the melancholy and like just human like relation and sadness really shines through. I think. Yeah. With just like you putting yourself like in Lucas's shoes, like how heartbreaking this child's life has been up yeah. to this point. Yeah. And like, that's also why I think a lot of this ends up being, I still do like it in the end, but some mm-hmm. of it just ends up being disappointing. Cause you're like, there's just something missing here yep. mm-hmm. to make it that great movie that you can talk about for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's so close. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to talk about, like, the ending ending okay. right now. Yeah. Um, like the after tearing the af- heart out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So it's that the younger brother who was sick. <laughs> um, as, as Lucas keeps calling yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's starting to, like, really start turning. And the teacher's like, you know what's happening. And Lucas keeps like, no, he'll get better. And this is kind of a – I like th- – the ideas behind the scene like where she's like i need you to tell me you know that he's not gonna get better yeah. like i think that's a very like humanist that's a very like human thing in this scene that mm-hmm. really needs to be there yeah because like it's one thing just to like do the big shock that you have that you know is coming and it's another to like i need to make sure that this child recognizes what's happening yeah and like that's a really neat scene and then she has to stab uh the younger brother. I don't remember his name's like Alan. Child two. <laughs> yeah, it's something <laughs> with the A, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say Alan. Yeah, he stab. She stabs Alan and kills him too. And then like it cuts to like a couple days later or the next day or something. Mm-hmm. And like they're just at a, they're at the lake they were at the start, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man. The brother is like, oh man, it's like having a tiger cub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird. That was weird. Yeah, and then, oh, it's the big stinger. He's coughing up the goop. I don't like that. Yeah, part. I don't like that either. It's it's a weird ending because the way that the two of them are talking, it's like they don't quite understand what the Wendigo is still, mm-hmm. uh, and they like think, well, he's gonna be a monster someday. He's gonna be a Wendigo, but like. It's not how it works. I thought they were talking about the little one and, like, trying to, like, come at peace, I guess, with doing the action. But even... It's still weird how they frame it. Yeah. Especially, like, a day later, they just brought this up again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I need to rewatch that scene again. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, did they think it just ran in the family? And he's just gonna be one? That's a really messed up genetic disease, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he just is gonna be one one day? I don't... That was weird. It's weird. And then, like... Oh man, look out, the sheriff has it. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm tired of these like horror twists that are just <laughs> end. lame, quite frankly, where it's just like, yeah. uh, actually, it's still going to happen. Ooh, I like, mean, there, it can be done well. I'm sure you've probably seen some that are done really well. I feel like almost every single horror movie you've shown me has a really stupid ending twist thing. 
Most of them do. <laughs> like, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth is garbage. Nightmare on Elm Street. Bang. Nightmare on Elm Street is hilariously mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. I I very much talked about how much I hate Halloween's. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what it come. It follows. It comes. I keep that's it, a it, different that movie. in my head. That's what it's called. <laughs> it um, follows. It follows. Oh right, they like walk down the street, right? And like, yeah, and then there's somebody can... walking behind them, and you can be like, well, maybe they fixed it, maybe they or didn't. They did. Yeah. Maybe they're just living with the fact that this is just going to happen. Yeah. STDs just happen. STDs. Um, that one's probably the best. I'll give It Follows some credit. I think that's probably <laughs> that's the, the best, best <laughs> that I can think of off the top of my head. Oc- Oculus wasn't even really a twist. Nah. It was just like the end. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, shit's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Horror, like, it's just a stupid sting, and it just doesn't matter, I would say. <laughs> I honestly... Because, like, knowing the teacher... She'll just know she just has to kill him. Like, she, once he starts exhibiting it, she'll be like, Oh, this is the same thing that's happening. Kablam. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, I, w- I would say the one movie that I think did it really well, um, like the stinger ending that, like, something's going on, but something's not going on kind of thing. Um, The Conjuring, the first Conjuring. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that does that really, really well because it doesn't answer anything Mm-mm. it just leaves you with a question oh, and yeah. i think that's the best part of that one actually what was jordan peele's second big movie them no us us, us. that one also has a really stupid <laughs> you were close <laughs> yeah there's another thing called them i think yeah. or they they yeah that yeah. one also has a really stupid stinger ending i would say which oh, sucks because I, I thought they were gonna not do the stupid stinger ending and then they just do anyways and it's like this is the most obvious thing you could have done. Oh, the thing in the car? Yeah, remember? Oh, oh man, that was so... dumb as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was upset about that. Yeah. I think, like, uh, Us is, like, a decent one. Not as uh, not as good as his earlier work. Um, I'm Get like, Out. Get Out. Like, Us was decent, and then I think the ending really tracked it down in my head. Of Get Out? No, no, of us. Oh, of us? Honestly, me too. Yeah. Uh, the, like, I, I love Get Out. I think that one's actually really well done. I think and, it's really good until yeah. the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I think I like wild. it in the last 20 minutes because I think it just kind of, I mean, it ramps up a little wa- sillier than it probably mm-hmm. should be for Way the subject. Way sillier, yeah. But I think it works for the story it wants to tell. Like, for sure. I know there's that, a lot of people talk about the other cut of Get Out where the ending is he gets arrested. Yeah. But I don't think that works for this movie for that movie as yeah. well. Yeah. I agree actually. But yeah. It's unnecessarily downer. Yeah. It's quote unquote more real, but it's unnecessary. I mean, it's more real, but that doesn't work when it ramped up how it did. Exactly. Like if this if it was that cut where it did all the wacky shenanigans that he went through and then just he's like, Oh no, actually realistic and it's like Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I am so tired of these stinger or any, especially because it has a really somber note before that. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like the she had to kill a six year old kid. Yeah, like <laughs> and like make sure that her other brother like knows like I need you to understand that I'm not doing something evil. I'm doing something necessary that has to happen, and you need to understand how fucked everything is that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. <laughs> As a twelve year old, I need you to be an adult right now. Um, He's been in it all his entire life at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> For three weeks. Yeah, his <laughs> longer, I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, yeah it's just super fucked up. Uh, again, it feels like one of those shitty studio notes. And I don't know if it is, honestly. No, we don't know. Um, 
I don't know if this has uh, director's commentary at all. I don't think it does. He, you're listening. He's like, I fucking didn't want to do this ending. And then they <laughs> just like, kept telling me. producers. They're like, oh, what if you want a sequel? I'm like, I'm not going to make a sequel. <laughs> what is it going to be? Antlers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, the scene before that, I thought, yeah, it was really good. That was probably the saddest scene to yeah, me. Yeah, it's hard. Just because it's like, he wants, you can tell he like, he knows his brother's not going to get better. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like the older brother thing, like they probably are the ones who stuck together during the abuse yeah, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he's like really has that relationship with him. And then he's like, mm-hmm. he just knows that she has to kill him, but she, re- he really is like, he's going to get better. I swear. And that was yeah. very heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and then the ending with that weird twist, I kind of, I don't like it either, but I kind of get it if they were just trying to be consistent because it seems to me the Wendigo is almost vampire in a way, where if you get hurt by it but survive, you're going to turn into a Wendigo. I don't even know if it really had that. It, it just though. ate everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Ultimately, like it attacked the father, but I thought it's more did that because it needed to move its power. That seemed more like what it needed to do. Yeah, the host, because like it seemed fairly, because it was stuck in the mines, mm-hmm. so it was very weak at that point. So I feel like that was more, it, and then it ate the other guy to, you know, regain some power. Okay, so when to go, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so when to go, the father dies as the when to go. Uh-huh. Is that the host transferring to the son, and that's why he started turning? I think at that that's moment? the idea. Like, okay. I think that's why he kept those kids around. Hmm. That makes sense because I had thought that makes sense though, but I thought it was the eating of the human flesh that made you turn. That makes you like fully full turn. Wendigo. Yeah, go full Wendy. That's like the cursed hits. Finally, yeah, that's when yeah, you do okay. the Wendy's five for five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get the nuggets, you get the burger, you yeah. get more nuggets, obviously, <laughs> or four for four, not five for five. <laughs> Sorry, Wendy's, yeah. if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Sponsor us. I'll talk about the Wendy's four for four at least once. So uh, I get it. Like the host is passing to that guy because he kinda. came into contact with the Wendigo and has the infection or whatever the fuck. I think what I the reason I don't really think it works is like when did the son get hurt? I guess like maybe when he walked in, yeah, but I think like that's what the idea was. I think the it already transferred to the guy to the father at that point though. Like, what is the rules then? Like. Can the father just go f- and punch everyone in the town and like? I don't know. Him or impale them with your horns or antlers. Sorry, I don't think this. I don't think the little one ever got impaled. Maybe he got. Va- I don't know. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. That it's weird. not. It's vague, and yeah. I think that's what like. If you like, if the director said that was his idea, I'd be like, all right, I guess. I think you didn't explain it well enough. Yeah. Well, I still think the stu- the stinger ending stupid. Mm-hmm. I agree, actually. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the think stinger. it's strong at all. I just kind of like I'm kind of trying to piece yeah. together why they yeah. would have done it with the. You're trying to be Wendigo's advocate. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I mean, if they're going for consistency's sake here, and it, the curse or whatever has the host has to be passed on, and it has to be someone who came into contact with the Wendigo and survived. But yeah, that doesn't really make sense why there would be two of them that are sick at the same time if there's yeah, only one host. So it's a weird. That's why I thought it was just when you eat human flesh you fully turn and that's when that's just spreading all the windigos and that's how they make them. Yeah, that's what it cuz yeah. like I don't think the little kid and would have eaten human flesh at any point. <laughs> that's what I thought he was trying to do in the shed scene. Is why he killed the cop but didn't eat it cuz he wanted the son to eat it. Maybe that that would make sense. That's what I thought. But like 
I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it like doesn't. I don't want it to explain a lot of that stuff because mm-hmm. it ultimately doesn't matter. But like, there's a lot of vagueness, and I think that if you're trying to do a stinger end like this, you start thinking about yeah, yes, which is <laughs> which is the biggest problem is like if you're going to have questionable things of like how does this get going, you don't want to have something at the end that leaves it to where like there is an answer to how this happens. Yeah, because then you start thinking, oh, if there's the answer, where's the questions? What's yeah. the clues? And that leaves you to start really wondering about something like the Wendigo, which is extremely flexible on lore. Mm-hmm. And you kind of can't do flexible lore and here's the monster and exactly how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I-, I think we should get to some final thoughts here. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, like, how we felt about it in a rating. Um, Dion. Yeah. I, I still enjoyed the movie. It might have seemed like we were just kind of harping on, <laughs> but that's kind of what you do, you know, we're picking apart what we didn't like about it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to be said about the story points, not connecting necessarily, the ending kind of lacking with that part. But overall, I think it was well done, very well shot, atmosphere is great, uh, one of the coolest creature designs I've seen in recent years. So I thought it was cool. really cool. I love the Wendigo lore. I think there's not a lot of media that has Wendigos in it, and they're terrifying creatures. Yes. <laughs> they're just basically <laughs> hatred and greed like, yeah. uh, personified. And I always the everlasting hunger thing always just seems terrible to me, and makes it even scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all that stuff was well done. Overall, I would say I could give the, I'm going to give this like an 80. I think it can hold a 10. That's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 80%, eight out of 10 strong B, uh, <laughs> just too many. It was approaching the A, but it couldn't, it couldn't even get to that B plus because of, there's too many inconsistencies with, I think, the story, the pacing. Yeah. And just, yeah, the ending didn't help it. Um, but overall, I think very enjoyable film. Uh, I'd recommend if you like creature features, you know, give it a watch. Yeah. All right. E. Uh, I would definitely say this is a very good movie, but very flawed. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a version of this movie that got to sit in the writing room for, like, another couple days before they had to shoot. And I would be really interested in that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one's fine, but I don't know if it, I would really want to watch it again mm-hmm. is where yeah. I think I would fall, which is a shame because, like, it had a lot of the making. And, again, like, the cinematography was great, but ultimately having good cinematography does not save your save you. Yeah. <laughs> as we know from uh, that fucking movie that Robbie brought that was eight years long. <laughs> Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, yeah. <laughs> the movie The Store Guy I thought you were watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's it's a shame, ultimately, because I do really like a lot of aspects of this movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just almost is there, but it isn't quite there for me. And, ultimately, that will just leave it in my mind as, like, it was a good horror movie, not really worth your grain of salt 
<laughs> or actually, I think grain of salt means like it's worth nothing if it's not worth that. It's not Take worth it with a grain of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, it's it's all right. Uh, if you're like, if it sounded interesting, definitely feel free to watch it. Like, I don't think it's a bad use of. It's not like a bad movie. Like, I wasn't like sitting here like God. I just can't wait for it to end. It's like <laughs> this is. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Kind of weird mm-hmm. in some aspects. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I would probably give it like a solid seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very is is good. All right. I don't think I I don't know what I expected actually from your score to be. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You like started thinking I hated horror, and then you showed me Oculus, and you're like, I, maybe he just likes really good horror movies. Yeah, maybe he just has like a really high standard, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny considering how little horror movies I've seen. Yeah. I just have a huge standard for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as for me, I do really like this movie. Um, I think it's one of those that like every four-ish years I'll take out and be like. Man, I remember re- almost really loving that. Yeah. Uh, what's I wonder if I watch it again if I'll love it now. And then watching him, you're like, oh right, it's a solid B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh right, there's a flashback scene. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's so much about it that I love. Like I think the thing that it nails so well is the atmosphere uh, and just how crushing everything in it yeah. feels. You, uh, you really feel like you're an organ, as we say. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, you feel powerless. Like, you feel like you're right there with Lucas, like, unable to do anything but just try and survive. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, like, really helps it being in the small town. Because, like, you know, you watch some horror movies, you're like, why don't they call the police? Why don't they do this? And it's like, yeah, it's a small town. You ever been to a small town? The police ain't going to do shit. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They'll arrest you. They'll be like, hey, you probably got weed on you. <laughs> They'll be like, it's legal sheriff. now. It's like, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of actually. <laughs> they write you up for having ten pounds of cocaine. You have ten cocaines. Ten whole cocaine brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I actually agree with uh, D's score here. I think it's a uh, it's an eight. Mm-hmm. It's a solid B movie. Yep. That was it's a it's a B movie plot that they tried to elevate to an S and they still hit B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I Are really like Sonic it. Adventure ranking here. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, if we go in on the right time of the sign, then we can get the right boss fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, like seventy rings before watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's almost almost up there with some of the greats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I would put up there with like kind of like a Jeepers Creepers or something like that, which, yeah. again, I don't condone that director. I don't want that to come out as I like that director. That's mm-hmm. just kind of where in the same uh, alphabet listing I would put them as, like, preacher feature. Like, this is a solid B that has a third act that's garbage. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I almost love it. But I really like it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the Put movie. that on your back of the box. I almost love it, but I do really like <laughs> <laughs> that's their quote that they yeah. use like, like critics raved I almost love it but I really liked it <laughs> they just like annex the first part it's just I really liked it yeah. <laughs> and you're like huh why is there three dots at Has the start the, of this yeah. <laughs> um, they fucking do that though actually. they do yeah, like I've do. seen so many what is one there is one for Bubsy 3D that if you look at the quote in this entire two page review it starts in like the third paragraph, jumps throughout multiple paragraphs to the last one to form a cohesive thought. Yeah. <laughs> and it's insane that you could just do that. There was one back of the box uh, for some game. I don't even remember what it was. But the reviewer at Game Informer said, this game is not very good. 
but the quote they used was Game Informer. Da da da. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally just false advertising. Yeah, that's great. It's <laughs> so dumb. Uh, but yeah, that was Antlers. Uh, if anything that we talked about interested you, go out and watch it. It's on HBO Max. It's one mm-hmm. of the. It's kind of the most growing streaming service right now. Yeah, it got a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird that this is on HBO Max and not like Hulu. Plus. Yeah. Because it's owned by Disney, you would think Disney would be like just. I'm surprised Disney didn't just like engulf Hulu into their stupid streaming service yet. No, that's where they put the adult stuff that they don't want to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually what they do. Um, that's stupid. Super stupid. Don't they have already like separation of age? Like you on can Disney set Plus? up an account to be oh, kids yeah, only. You yeah, totally could do that. But why would they bother? Because it's like a it's a brand thing at that point. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to have like Alien right there next to fucking Frozen on Disney. I do Plus. fucking yeah. If you have <laughs> both those properties, show me both those properties. Yeah. Oh man, that bugs me. Alien's gonna go on the Disney Vault. Uh, if you want to buy Alien or Alien, they're gonna go on the Disney Vault and they're gonna come out in like four years and be super expensive. It's so fucking uh, so dumb. Hey, corporations, Gross. awful. But uh, uh, HBO Max, if you want. To <laughs> <laughs> um, e, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P, which gives you links to our social medias and listen medias. You can drop us a follow. You can drop us a holla, whatever you want it. <laughs> you can drop it like it's hot, even. Yeah. Yeah. When the pigs try to get at you, drop it like it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> or when the Wendigos try and get at you. <laughs> when the winds try to get at you, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Then you're trying to extinguish the hot when the Wendigo's trying to get it. Actually, th- we didn't bring that up. I misheard the lore, apparently. <laughs> the f- oh. I thought you had to extinguish the heart. But By stabbing no, it. You, you just have to kill it. Like, I thought it was like, because, you know, it's really glowy and, like, looks like there's a fire in the chest. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh. It's sparks to, come out of it. Yeah. I thought, oh, you have to, like, extinguish it out. No. With you just have to stab it really hard. Yeah, what? Are you not you're not a firefighter? That's what they go. They go. That's why they have the axes. Yeah. They go in there and they just <laughs> fucking kick the shit out of that fire. Oh man. But uh <laughs> anyway, sorry about the random <laughs> diversion. I just like remembered that. It was weird. Um yeah, uh you can follow us on all that and wherever you listen to us, there's many other places. We're on like Google Play, I think. All the, literally everything. Yeah. Wherever you want a podcast to be, that's where we're at. Unless you want it on YouTube, we're not there. Kind of. Kind we're, of. we're on Google Play, which is could be mm-hmm. done through YouTube. Yeah, but we're not on YouTube. You can't like YouTube up the last ones in podcast and listen to it on your video. Maybe you can. I haven't tried. You know, YouTube does have a weird thing where they'll just take things from other services and <laughs> upload them legally? Question mark. Question mark. I will say some of my songs that were through Google are on YouTube because yeah. of that. I know music <laughs> does it more, uh-huh. like. And it's annoying because then you get like you like if I look up some like I'll look up like Neil Cesariga and it's like Neil Cesariga Neil Cesariga topic and the topics were the automated YouTube yep. versions of what? stuff that get uploaded yeah mm-hmm. and it's weird good anyways <laughs> that's to say you can listen to us wherever you want if you want to drop us an email because you don't want to DM us our emails the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your antlers. Mm. Yeah, I'll take them. Why not? Um, Maybe we're something. <laughs> uh, everybody, be safe out there. Uh, be kind to one another. Wash your hands. 
Yeah, do that if you want. Whatever you want to do. Well, de- no, actually, definitely wash your hands. Yeah, for sure do that. Don't. That's not really an option. You should just wash your hands. Actually, it's kind of <laughs> gross. <laughs> 20 seconds of wash and soap is mandatory. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good fright. You have to sing the entirety of Jingle Bells every time you wash your Jingle hands. Jingle Bells rock, specifically. Mm-hmm. You have to sing all of Bohemian Rhapsody every time you wash your hands. <laughs> Could you imagine, like... And you have to do the voices out loud or the yeah. soap won't work. Mamma mia, let me go. Could you imagine just walking into, like, a, a bathroom and you're just like, Mamma mia, mamma mia, <laughs> That's kind of scary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, the but, like, they're all, like... <laughs> like there's, And then if you see someone else, you actually have to start harmonizing with them. <laughs> So it's like, Mama me bells above it. <laughs> this is all from the CDC. We didn't make this up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the just knows. ask the who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, everybody be safe out there. We will be back next week with another episode. Pro- Robbie will probably be back. Yep. And we'll probably be talking about something. Maybe. Probably a movie. Maybe it'll just be silent for the whole episode. You'll it's never two know. two hours of silence. Just us coughing. That almost like, happened once, actually. ASMR. <laughs> you mean you almost uploaded I, the wrong version? Yeah, I almost like fucked up the whole thing. It was awful. Uh, <laughs> you like took out all the silence and put them somewhere else, and you accidentally uploaded all the silence. Literally, together. like when I was about to like mix it down to MP3 and I muted everything. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Do you think you would even notice until someone told you? Probably not. No. <laughs> That'd be funny if you were like, what? <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, D. Yes. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Like I said, we will be back again next week. Talk to you then. Bye. Where to go get the